ladies and gentlemen, This Comics Life presents the first annual Nude Goldman Awards! Tonight we are handing out awards in excellence for episodes that were made in 2016. Such awards will be Best Guest, Best Duo Guest, Best Made Up Movie, as well as Best Made Up Character. Now, here's your host, Daryl Williams, a.k.a. D-Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. the only podcast host that is doing his own made-up award show in his underwear. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Hello and welcome, I am your host, D-Williams. Or Daryl Williams. If you do not know either by now, why are you listening to this? <laughs> no, I'm glad you guys are all here. Too bad Jimmy Kimmel couldn't have hosted. He's obviously busy hosting other award shows that aren't made up. But um, yeah, I do feel like I'm doing a good impression of Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, it's not really hard to do an impression of Jimmy Kimmel. All you have to do is not only look really stoned, but... But, uh, man, there are so many great celebrities here tonight. Let's see. Oh, oh, who, who do I see? Whoa, whoa. Viola Davis is here. Give it up for Viola Davis. Yeah. She's up for an Oscar, a best supporting nomination for her role in Fences. What was the working title of that movie, uh, Viola? How to Get Away with Murdering Denzel Washington? (laughs) Yeah, I thought it might have been. Yep, yep. (laughs) Damien Chazelle is here. Man, he's just hot, hot off directing La La Land. And Damien, aren't you in talks we're making a sequel already called Make La La Land Great Again? You know, it's about a struggling reality star that flies to New York and gets a billion dollars from his dad and then becomes president. (laughs) Of course, you know, gotta bring in Trump. Trump, duh. Speaking of President Trump. I believe he just made an executive order just now to make himself a Best Actor nomination and Best Supporting nomination for uh, Home Alone 2. I do think he just made that executive order uh, just now. Breaking news. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see who else is around here. Oh, wow. Wow. Look at that. Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams. Whoa. Both sitting right next to each other. Obviously, Manchester by the Sea, really great. I myself didn't see it, but I just heard that it was really depressing. But my one question is, who plays Manchester and who plays the Sea? (laughs) I assume Michelle might be the Sea. I don't know. She plays the Sea in a lot of other movies. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Who else is here? What? Mel Gibson? How the hell did you get in here? Who the fuck let Mel Gibson in here? <laughs> He's nominated for an Oscar as well for Hacksaw Ridge. Whoa, whoa. Give it up for him. If you guys don't know the plot of Hacksaw Ridge, it's about a World War II medic who becomes the first recipient to the Medal of Honor for being a conscious objector. Which makes me think every other recipient was an unconscious supporter. <laughs> hey, Dev Patel's here. He's the star of Lion. Hey, Dev, if Lion was about a skinny Indian boy fighting against all odds, do you think I could make a movie called Whale about a fat white guy fighting against no odds? Come on. What if it was called White Whale Privilege? Huh? Maybe straight to the <laughs> hey, Tom Hanks is here. Yeah, fucking Tom Hanks is here. And uh, yeah, we almost didn't invite him. Not because, you know, he didn't have any awards uh, or, or movies worth being mentioned about this year. We just didn't want to have to tell him, Sir, your wife is making a scene. <laughs> oh man, did you see that the Golden Globes? Whoa, glad I'm not married to her. Yeah, I love you, Rita. <laughs> Love you, Rita, but seriously, cut her off at two. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, Mahershala Ali is here tonight. Man, give it up for Mahershala. Man, what a what a great movie. Moonlight. Whoa. Man, if he doesn't win an Oscar for that movie, one thing is certain. God really loves Tom Brady and hates Muslims. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, man, speaking of the Super Bowl, Lady Gaga, what a performance. Oh, man. She was supposed to perform on this show tonight, but, uh, you know, after that performance at the halftime show, she ended up getting drafted by the Rams and quit her tour. I know. It's a shame. It's a shame, but, uh, you know, hopefully she'll make it at a tight end. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure she'll make a good pocket tight end. Kevin Costner is here. Hey, Kev, why do you think the news media has a hard time saying hidden figures? You know what that movie should have been called? Field of Dreams 2. <laughs> the Search for the Negro League. Yep. <laughs> Nobody would have confused it then. Alright guys, let's give it up for everybody here tonight, as well as yourselves, and let's get to the first award. The first award this evening goes to Best Guest. The nominees are Eric Escobar. I always thought improv for me would be on a scale between like a three and a seven. Where a bad show, it's a three, definitely don't feel good, not very happy, you feel like a three and that doesn't feel great. You have a great show. That's like a seven. Like, wow, I feel good right now. I feel I would love to get a beer right now. I would love to party it up because I feel good right now. Uh, stand-up, I've always felt, is more between like a one and a ten. Where, man, when you do great, you are on cloud ten. Yeah, you, like, Everybody look at me. I'm the funniest man in the world. You can't <laughs> sleep that night. You probably can't sleep for a couple days. You go to work the next day. You're yeah. just all hyped up. Like, you just had like... Next set. Just... Yeah, you just had like eight cups of coffee. You just want it. It is the best feeling in the whole world. 
that I have ever experienced. But when you bomb, that is not a three. Anthony Mojica. If you're happy, that's all that's fucking important, bro. Who the hell made you think that it was wrong? But we grew up that way. I had family members growing up that would always be like, oh, that's a fag, you know, that's gay, and all that. Now that I'm at my age, bro, I'm thinking, if you're fucking happy, then fucking continue being happy. Don't let a fucking douchebag or a fucking asshole over here, you know, ruin your day. Yeah. Because they're being homophobic. And now I realize it's all about being happy. Well, that's all I want. And if, if I choose to go down a path where some people look down on me because I am a way that I am just because I'm happy, why the fuck am I going to care? We spent most of our lives trying to get other people's, you know, validation. You know, let's just say that even if we're comics, dude, people sometimes still go on stage or, or do go on stage because they want some, it makes them feel good when people are laughing at the shit they have to say. Everybody's like that. Everybody's like that, dude. So we're still living that shit. We can't deny it. If someone says that you don't need validation as a fucking comic, you're a fucking piece of shit liar, bro. And you should be thrown in Guantanamo. Like still, with nobody there, just you. Marty Worst. I do one joke occasionally because it still sort of gets a laugh. But it's, it's more visual, so it won't translate here. But yeah, it's so funny uh, what we think is worthy of a first set. And you realize you only have about 30 seconds of actual jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, I, it's I like have, so much setup and so much like just ramble. Yeah, like I'll read my set list. Bob Marley, Cat Clicking, Man of Steel, which was barely a joke. I was just talking about how funny Lawrence Fishburne looked <laughs> when he was running away from the collapsing building. So I did an impression of that. <laughs> And then, Did you put yourself in blackface? Jesus. <laughs> My there's career. Jesus. Yeah, there's a Jesus. <laughs> Who's a one puzzle? I know I could find all those balls better than she can. Because I have balls. I know how balls work, you know. So I know I could do a better job. This is that particular <laughs> section. So I would be offended that he doesn't give me the role first. But yes. then I'll come to terms and be like, you're Robert Redford. You probably have AIDS. Well, what if he lets you watch? No, I'll do it, bro. I'm, I'm not saying no. I'm not telling bro. You don't got to sell me on You don't need to watch her. Oh, oh you're going to pay me too? Oh, shit. <laughs> I would let you have sex with my girlfriend for free. You oh, you, to... you're an actor, you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're famous. You actually been... What movies you been in? The Sting? No. You hadn't been in that shit. And Seth Woodward. Oh, uh, no. I, I don't... I don't work on the voice as much anymore because I'm trying to be more honest to who I am as a comic which is a weird thing you know you gotta figure out who the fuck you are first before you can really decide where you're going with this you know I'm just trying to figure out who I am and what I believe and you know tell stories based off that and it's not fucking easy because you change from moment to moment and that's kind of the thing I guess I'm trying to capture is just document who I am as I go are but you that's a, kind of a faggy process. <laughs> <laughs> I'm documenting my feelings. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's like my living journal that people hate. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. And the new Goldman Award goes to Marty Worst. This is Marty's first nomination and first win. He also likes long walks on the beach, and he's not afraid to cry in front of his girlfriend. Hey guys, it's Marty Worst. Uh, I just want to say that I am truly honored to receive this prestigious award. Uh, I don't know what prestigious means or how to spell it, but I'm assuming it means that I am God. If it sounds like I'm reading from a script, it's because I am. Uh, It's flattering to hear that I got the most downloads. Seven. That's my favorite number. 
And uh, I downloaded the episode six times, so it's nice to know that I have one fan out there. Thanks, Mom. It feels good to destroy the competition, I'm not going to lie. You know, just being able to take down some of those asshole comics that were interviewed. I'm talking about Anthony Mojica, Seth Woodward. You know, these guys that totally bully other comics for their personal gain and just make a shit every time they show up to some mic. Well, fellas, sorry, I had to take you down a notch. Here's a word of advice for you next time you're on a podcast. Have fun and try not to make it about yourselves, okay? Daryl was telling me that Meryl Streep was actually going to do this podcast originally, and then she took the part of Florence Foster Jenkins. What a dumb bitch. Hey, Meryl, look who won an award already. You have to wait until March to take your Oscar home, but I get to take this trophy home tonight. Eat it! Anyway, I'm retiring from doing interviews because I'm actually starting a weekly podcast called This Comic's Dick. Basically, I just tally up all the blowjobs I've gotten during the week because of this award. And, uh, yeah, it should be fun. You know, you can find it on uh, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Make sure to leave me a review on iTunes. I'll make sure uh, you do that because I'll get more blowjobs. You know what I'm saying? Burr, burr, burr. Anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure. I'm humbled by this. And seriously, all the other guests that have been on this podcast are fantastic at losing this award. I've really, you're wonderful. I'm the king of the world. The rest of you suck. Chumps. <laughs> When we come back, best made-up character and best duo guest on the first annual New Goldman Awards. From the company that gave you the topless ride-sharing service, Boober, oh. now comes Scroober. Mm, yeah. Why spend all night driving around trying to find a whore when a whore can come to ooh, you ooh. and then come on you? Uh. That's right, just download the app and a sexy prostitute will come to your door with or without Taco Bell. Mm, ooh, yeah. Yup, and it's that simple. All you do is pick the service and the whore and she'll come right to you. Mm, and then come on you uh, if you want. Uh, Scrooper. Uh, download the app today. Hey guys, welcome back to the New Goldman Awards. How you guys doing? You feeling loose? Loving the award show? Yeah? Rita, what's up with you? Still holding back? You still maintaining? Looking at you, looking at you. Seriously, Tom, you need to watch her. (laughs) Alright, let's get to the next award. The next award is one of my favorites because, uh, yeah, it involves all me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know why I do this sometimes. And the nominees for Best Made-Up Character are... Cousin Kenny. Uh, bro. Remember that time when you took a dump in my backyard? Remember that time when you took a dump in my backyard? And then I told you that it was going to be cool because I was going to blame it on the, the dog. Remember that time when you took that shit and I blamed it on the dog? And then, like five minutes later... I, I I actually told my my mom that it was you that took that dumb. Remember that time when I actually told my mom that it was you that took that dumb? Remember that time? Remember that? Santa Claus. <laughs> I've sent it to Mrs. Claus plenty of times. Really, Santa? You sent a Goldilocks dick pic to Mrs. Claus? Wow. Yup. 
How do you think she became Mrs. Claus? She loved the dick pics. And my elves. She loves them a little too much, if you know what I mean. Oh, you mean like she uh, tucks them in at night, you know, feeds them milk and cookies, reads them bedtime stories and stuff like that, right? She fucks the elves. There, I said it. Do you want me to spell it out anymore? She sucks their dicks, too, and I watch. That's the type of a relationship we have. Plus, it keeps them motivated. How else am I going to get a million billion toys made before two weeks from now? John Maiden and Paddle Groton. Psychics, huh? Funny stuff. Psychics? What the hell? I would never go to a psychic. Crooked eye gypsies, that's what they are. Always trying to take your silver from your pocket watch. I went to a psychic once, and they told me that I should never fly. That's why I got the bus. Turned out that the psychic owned a dealership right next door that sold RVs. Took me six months to figure that one out. That's an interesting segue. And Tough Guffman. Come to the stage, Tough Guffman. Here's a fucking joke. My father pulled me out of my mom's womb with a fucking pair of vice grips in the middle of the Jersey Turnpike. And he didn't even hold up traffic, goddammit. And you know what my lazy mother did right after that? She had the goddamn gall to not even cook my father his steak for dinner. Telling him, I just had a baby. You know what he did after that? Backhanded her. That was the last time she had a baby and didn't cook a steak that night. I tell you what. And the new Goldman Award goes to Cousin Kenny. This is the first win and first nomination for Cousin Kenny. He was a mixture of actual cousins and high school buddies that Daryl Williams knew. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Remember that time when I won that fake award? Remember that time when I won that award? On your show? Remember that time? Remember that time? Because <laughs> it happened right now. It happened right now. Right now, bro. Bro, I want to thank you for always being there for me, bro. And I want to thank Miller High Life. Miller High Life. It's the beer of champagne. It's the, it's the beer. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, hey, bro, remember that time when I won that award on your show? Remember that time when I stuck my award up your ass? Ah, remember when they were playing me off? Remember that? Remember when they were playing me off? Remember that? Ah, bro, hey, bro, hey, bro. All right, Cousin Kenny, yeah. <laughs> Woo, all right, let's keep going. Hey, 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 Cousin Kenny, stop making out with Rita. Hey, hey. Damn it. Ah, oh, just thought it happened, right? <laughs> Tom, you don't mind, right? Ah. Anyway, let's keep it going. The next award is Best Duo Guest. Yeah! And the nominations for Best Duo Guest are Rude Morales and Anthony Mojica. Didn't know it. A lot of other comedians from the East Coast and all that thought it was Rude Morales, and that's the reason they wanted it as I did. It works perfect. That's because on the East Coast, you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> and I've already said that shit. That you are not. You say you're Mexican of some sort. You're Man. not, fucker. You're like, hey, I've got New York. I've actually, yeah, I've actually exactly. had New Yorkers think I was from the Bronx. Man. Yeah, that's, it, it, well, it you, I don't know, bro, but you so sound just, like, yeah, you have you that know. look of a, hey, of a New York native. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you sound like a true rapist. <laughs> yeah, you do look like a Puerto Rican rapist. <laughs> like, right? He does look like, right now, he does look like, yeah. Jason King and Ramon Hernandez. 
I'd rather do comedy than lose weight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both super hard. Why would you <laughs> rather eat food and like? Just try to think of job. other resolutions people always make, you know, but like, you know, really never do them. They just kind of like, oh yeah, let's do this, and then two months later they're like, yeah, fuck that. Okay, what's a resolution you've always said but you've never done? Probably like masturbate less. Okay. Stop smoking cigarettes. Mine was to become a DJ. <laughs> Every year I'm like, dude, I'm gonna learn how to spin. I'm gonna fucking be a DJ. I'm gonna bust out Every the tables. Fucking year since I think I was 19, I've been like, dude, I'm gonna be a DJ. Nick Merritt and Joshua Walden. I have chunks like that, but one thing I've been poor about is organization. Like I've got jokes all over the place and tags for jokes that I've said separately. And if I put them all together, I probably have a good bit of time. But I've got certain chunks of like two or three bits that kind of roll into one another that I'll do like if I have ten minutes here or ten minutes at this place or whatever. But uh, I can't say that I have just like a whole like set out planned out. It's like that you've memorized by heart. Right. It's like that goes after that. That goes after that. That goes after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I can do this in my sleep. That kind of yeah. yeah. I like to. Just to keep things like, you know, I, if you memorize the same thing, if you want to do this for a living, or like, I, I you want to do something different every night. If you do the same thing every night, it's not going to be the. Yeah. It, it, you got to keep it. You got to keep it different. You got to keep it different. Like, either put in a new joke every once in a while, or just like, you know, switch it up a little bit. See if new joke segues into this one better, or, or an audience reacts to that punchline leading into this joke, or just like. I, I, I do that sometimes. And Jose Juan Pazos and Anthony Mojica. Nah, but I have uncles that if you see them, like, you totally think they're, like, fully African-American. And they are African-American, technically. Right. But, you know, you think that they wouldn't speak a word of English. Like, <laughs> but they look like they live right here in Compton, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those are the only type of people that can get away with calling you papi in a non-gay way. Right? Yeah. Right? A black <laughs> Latino. Papi. Hey, papi. Like, papi, vení pa' acá. And I'm just like... That's the only one that could get away with saying it in a non-gay way. Anyone else who says it is a complete homo, bro. Like, straight yeah. out. Like, if he were to say to me, hey, papi, get me something, I'd be like, first of all, don't ever call me that shit in your fucking life. <laughs> but, but if a chick says, hi, papi, it's a homo. Oh, that's great. And even some some female-looking dudes can get away with saying, hi, papi, and it'd be yeah. okay. He's He's just like, like, all right, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's a tranny, but he has a nice it's ass. A yeah. <laughs> and the winners for the new Goldman Award is Jason King and Ramon Hernandez. This is the first nomination and first win for Jason and Ramon. They are not lovers, just really good friends that love doing comedy. Daryl. Just want to say thank you for the award. Uh, I know having me and Ramon on was just like breaking barriers, and it was crazy. You know, white guy, Mexican guy, what are they going to do? But it turns out we're actually both pretty normal-ish. Anyway, thanks for the award. Uh, Have me back on the show. Stop being a stranger. This is truly an honor, Daryl. Thank you very much for this prestigious award. Best duo guest I can't tell you how much this means to me. Thank you very much, this comics life. It was an honor just to be nominated. But, of course, it was great to bury all the other opponents I was nominated against. And, uh, of course, Jason and I no longer speak. But, nevertheless, proud to win this award. Thank you very much, Daryl. When we return, the award for Best Made-Up Movie on the new Goldman Award.
Are you tired of only hearing annoying songs on the radio and wish you could have them all on one horrible CD? Sure! Do you still know what a CD is? No. If you answered yes, then that's what I call crappy music is the ultimate mix CD for you. All of these so-called songs are on here, including that one your mom loves, the one they play at Starbucks, the one your girlfriend works out to, The one your dad has finally heard. And the rest are Taylor Swift songs. Now that's what I call crappy music. Order your CD today. Alright everybody, hey guys, thank you for staying tuned with us Oh man, wasn't that a great set of awards? Oh man, Cousin Kenny, Ramon, Jason Oh, who would have thought? What a man Well, speaking of Cousin Kenny, look at him Still making out with Rita Wilson <laughs> Oh, and Tom is not liking it at all Hmm, hmm What are they doing now? What? Riding a horse? Shooting machine guns? What? Now they're fighting a tiger with lasers? Oh, man. I told you guys, man. Cut her off. All right, guys. Let's get to our last award. Our last award is, of course, Best Made-Up Movie. And the nominees for Best Made-Up Movie are Santa vs. Krampus. So, we have now the two kids living in the same house and that's how eventually in the third act Santa and Krampus have a huge battle in the middle of this house like there's just you know missiles and like magic and all this like craziness and of course like you know the parents have to die in the skirmish and like maybe like the sister gets like sacrificed and then maybe there's like you know uh, 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 oh, the, the, the grandpa helps Santa. Like, he's like the sidekick. And then also, like, there has to be some taglines. Of course, like, obviously, Santa at some point's gonna be like, Merry Christmas, bitches. <laughs> Assembly required, featuring Marty Wurst. And then this, uh, oh, this ingenuity, this, uh, new girl yeah. shows up. She's totally like, you know, anti uh, establishment. She's coming in with a lot of new ideas. Okay. Saying, uh, hey, we don't need this cardboard anymore. You know, have you ever thought about just like taking trees straight from the source and, uh, you know, not making cardboard out of them first and just making the trees into our cogs? And then people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll, bitch. This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. This is a cardboard factory. We make cardboard, and then we have the cardboard go through the decortifier, and that makes our fuel. So, I was thinking, this movie... <laughs> is, this a, is this the wrong way? No, I kind of like... I like the idea that Chet Nebula is, like, kind of set in his ways already. Yes. And uh, he... 
He's like, hey, I'm just waiting to die. We got 40 more years. Let's do this. It sounds like the sequel to Bartleby. Racing for Chemo, featuring Dakota Friedman. You know, what's the teacher's name? Uh, Mr. Uh, Funky. Funke. Funke. Mr. Funke. There you go. See, there's a whole like bit about like, it's not pronounced Funke. <laughs> it's pronounced Funke. <laughs> And they're like, ah, that guy's hilarious. Uh, yeah, they love him. And you see what they need, though, because, like you said, he used to be a race car driver. So to get the money, they have to have him drive in this local race car race that the right. price is like $100,000. But we'll pay enough for his chemotherapy to make him survive and teach them more about math. But life. how is he also going to be strong enough to do this, you know, because he's... He's obviously riddled with cancer. Well, you see what they're going to do? They're going to pump him full of steroids and lots of coffee. <laughs> steroids and coffee. <laughs> the two things that can make any human being exceed. <laughs> Home with the holidays. Here's the big moment. The climax of the movie, which is, you know... The, the dinner itself. So we have the mom that's going through hot flashes, that's trying to look hot, that has a little bit too much cleavage, but she's, you know, looking good for, like, you know, what, 68? And then we also have, like, the, you know, Charlotte, who's met this guy that she knew from high school that, she, you know, ran at, into at the grocery store, and, of course, he's just, you know, uh, a firefighter that lost his wife in a, uh, a tragic uh, puppy tragedy. <laughs> uh, she was mauled by a pack of wild puppies. <laughs> so now he's nursing a tragedy of losing his wife to rabid puppies. And now she's invited him to because he has no one to be with over the uh, you know Thanksgiving break and of course he's not working being uh, since there's no fires uh, during holidays of course <laughs> so he's uh, there as well and they're gonna have you know sex someday and maybe not you know in this movie but someday and Bane's plan featuring Michael Hughes you know I've been in the shadows too long and I feel like I need to go into a different realm. But what's his first step? Because I feel like yes. there's, a, there, there's a big road between entering, oh, yeah. I don't know, the oh, seminary. He, yeah, he, that's the that's the movie that's right the there. Movie. Is that he's going through seminary <laughs> school? Yes, he's be, trying to become a priest, and everybody's like, "Dude, you need to take off that mask." And he's like, "But that's how I breathe. How else am I gonna breathe?" And they're like, "Uh, dude, I don't know. Get a respirator or something." And then he's like, "Well, let let, let God figure it out. Why would God give me this if He didn't want me to have it?" Because God has a plan. Yeah, we need to remember <laughs> that. We need to remember that. Ba- Bane's Bane, plan. God though. has a plan. Bane's plan. That is the uh, that's the basis of the whole movie. And the new Goldman Award goes to Racing for Chemo. Accepting the award is Daryl Williams. Obviously. Woo! Yeah. Thank you. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I'm the king of the world. Yeah. All right, man. I got so many people to thank. First of all, I want to thank Satan. I mean, Satan. He's uh, the guy across my hallway. He was throwing out this laptop and a microphone, and I told him, like, hey, man, I'll take that off your hands. And two months later, 
bam, making a podcast. Oh yeah. Mm, mm. So uh, yeah, if it wasn't for him throwing out that that audio equipment, you know, I wouldn't have had any of this been possible. Man, give it up for Satan. 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 I don't know. I I don't know. I don't really understand his language. Anyway. Uh, oh man, gotta give it up for Dakota. Dakota, whoa, Dakota Friedman, man. If he wasn't on the podcast, I would have had to have uh, made up that movie all by myself. But uh, good thing he was on the podcast, and yeah, man, we made some gold. Racing for chemo, give it up, man. Big ups for chemo. Yeah, cancer. Fuck you. We're racing you down. Mm-mm-mm. So hopefully, uh, yeah, maybe we can make a sequel next time it comes on the podcast. Who knows? But uh, yeah. All the producers, my wife, my kids, I don't know you yet, but uh, I'm going to love you once I do. So, yeah, give it up for everybody and give it up for you guys. Man, ah, this is amazing. So, yeah, Rita, I'm looking at you. I need to make out with somebody right now. Let's do it. Me and you. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Yeah. Look, they're playing me off. Oh, shit. They're playing me off. At the Newt Goldman Awards, they're playing me off. Oh, man. Well, guys, I guess that's the show. Thank you for tuning in to the first annual Newt Goldman Awards. I want to thank all of our winners, all of our losers. If you haven't checked out any of those episodes, definitely go out and check them all. Oh, man, this is a great episode. I want to thank everybody, mainly myself, who uh, did it. <laughs> and if you uh, like me, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts and go to any of our social media networks. And I say we in the royal sense. It's all me. <laughs> Yeah, but I want to thank everybody who's been on the show, who hasn't been on the show. Oh, man, it's going to be a great year, and uh, I'm looking forward to next Nude Goldman Awards, the second annual. Oh, man, it's going to be great. So anyway, guys, take it easy, and peace out. Peace out.